Welcome to Money Making Conversation. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. Please stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success because their stories can offer you direction and help you reach your goals through your planning and committed effort. My guests on Money Making Conversation have that same passion, a passion that, you know, sometimes, you you, you know, you, the people say your gifts are tied to faith, but there's something inside you that tells you, I don't want to do that. Can I do this? And sometimes you talk to the wrong people. They'll swear you not to follow your gifts, not to follow your dreams, not to follow your aspirations. Until you have to surround yourself with mentors who believe that you can do that, who support you. Because you're going to have a, some down moments there that you need to turn somebody and say, it's all right, you can get past that, you can get past that. Because they will share that information. And when I get the people on my show, they share all that, what motivates them, what they're promoting, how they live a balanced life, and more importantly, they share their secrets to success. My next guest is on the phone. It's about music, y'all. He's reaching fans across R&B hip-hop, gospel, urban contemporary platforms. He has garnered recognition from the Grammys with nominations, delivered powerful performances on numerous stages from the BET Awards to American Idol. He is on the show today to talk about many of his ventures, including the release of his new single, Let Go. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation for the very first time, three times Grammy-nominated artist, songwriter, and musician, Molly Music. How are you doing, sir? Yes. Yes. <laughs> How's it going, man? Hey, Molly, I had to I, I had to set you up, man. You know, you, when, you, when you're on my show for the first time, I got to let you know I got love, I got respect for you. Man, and uh, I'm about to catch the love alley from the free throw line. <laughs> like, uh, hey, man, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good. Right now, where you where you sitting there talking to me? Talking to me at? I'm in Los Angeles right now, cooling off and getting um, my bones rested back up from uh, shooting a video yesterday in Nashville with Jonathan McReynolds. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I was in L.A. Uh, in fact, I was in, like, Friday. You know, the, the city was still mourning the passing of Kobe. You know, that, that, Man. It, was, it was crazy, you know. just Yeah, just the fog the, still hasn't left. It hasn't left, you know. Just, it just stays. It's, it's crazy. It's really crazy because, you know, the buses in front of them say, rest in peace, Kobe, when you drive by. Every 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 billboard that's uh, available that hasn't been bought has mm. been flipped out to some type of a commentary about what this young man did. And then when I, you know, I only only bring that up because your move, your music, and I, because I listened to your new cut, Let Go, and then and then I went back and I stepped back and listened to some of your earlier cuts. And, mm-hmm. and you, you you you're a storyteller, but you all, your stories also tap into emotions that anything is possible, you know. And mm-hmm. where did that come from? Because I looked at your background. You're you're a Phoenix boy. You're born in Phoenix. Okay, that's that's yes, hot sir. hot desert over there. And then you grew up in the <laughs> in the southern south, good food, Savannah, uh-huh. Georgia. Talk to me about that. Well, yeah, my, my mom being in the military. Mm-hmm. And uh before I go for it, it's just a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you so much. I'm already such a fan and uh, all the cultivation and the fertilizing that you're bringing to the young and old minds. Yes, sir. I, pre- I really appreciate it, and I'm glad to be a part of this. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, Phoenix, Arizona, and, you know, got on a flight straightway mm-hmm. to my <laughs> grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, great-grandmother, Rose Latson. She had a church named Love and Faith. 
she uh, operated under the apostolic, which I didn't really understand the depth of until really later. You know, because you have preachers, pastors, teachers, mm-hmm. yes. healers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have um, many different sections inside of it, but it's a, a gift and a rare thing when somebody embodies many of them with mm-hmm. humility. Mm-hmm. That was a lady uh, who kind of raised me and also who kind of broke me in. So she saw the gift in me early. I'm a, I tell the story to my family all the time. I'm like six or seven years old, shaking in front of her congregation by her commanding me to come up there. And I'm crying. And my sisters and cousins getting tired of like, boy, just come on. And I'll cry. <laughs> and I'm looking at her like, can I get down? And she'll say no. She'll mm-hmm. say no. And then she'll give me the mic like, you ready? And I'll go into this song and I'll sing, I still have joy, I still have joy, after all the things I've been through, still have joy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then I'll get finished thinking that she'll be proud and she'll say, sing it one more time with feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's kind of what changed it, because by the time I would finish singing it again, mm-hmm. I would open up my eyes and it wouldn't be a dry eye in the room. Mom would be crying. Mom, my sisters and my... My cousins would be paying attention and proud of me, and that was something that would come out. So she just always taught me to get over that fear, let me know that it wasn't real, it wasn't going to do nothing but stop me. And, uh, and, and me breaking through that and saying it was really good. My mom identified that gift early, and they cultivated it and caught it, caught it quick, and, uh, and I was able to get busy early, man. Well, you know, it's really interesting because um, I had a very early church experience. I was seven years old, and... You know, they called me to the front of the church. You know, I remember the church, Sunlight Baptist Church. That's the church right at the corner. You, got, you know it because it's like trauma. You know, they called me up there, and, and I, I couldn't sing, so I could only talk. And I remember I told them, I, I just said, I want to be a place where you can change my life because if you change my life, I can make somebody else's life better. And then they, they went, did this come from a seven-year-old boy? Oh, I was just speaking. Yeah, I was man. just speaking. I was just speaking. And um, but uh, but unlike you, I didn't have mentors that kept me straight. You know, I just went out yeah. into the world, just learning on the fly. And I learned on the fly. And and and, and, and nothing wrong with the path that I've taken because I've done nothing wrong. But it's, mm-hmm. but what I hear is your storytelling is these mentors, these, these these people who these important values that females put into your life that gave you a soul or substance to be able to share with us through music. Absolutely. And it was it's also a lesson inside of it, too. Um, uh, you say mentors. I say, like, gatekeepers. And these yes. are, are people who kind of help me through, like, uh, um, get through certain access points, you know. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Um, on top of it, there was a, was a vicarious blessing inside of me that they didn't want to see tainted, thwarted, exploited, or, or used negatively. So there was kind of responsibility on people around me to protect me. Um, I guess in them too, especially with me doing it young, so they kind of took it upon themselves. Mm-hmm. The hard part was getting over and past when that when that security and counsel and mentorship was done. Mm-hmm. When I was actually at the at the end of that and at the cusp and the precipice of what was actually supposed to happen with me, it's kind of like everybody, if they're blessed, you get reared from like you know going into school. And when you graduate to 12th grade, but then when you go on your own, it, that's actually the beginning of your responsibility there you go. life. There you go. You get there what you I'm go. saying? Absolutely. So uh, all, the, all the things that you were saying were really good, but I never got nothing done. And I never actually made no real money because those were the people who were actually the minds over it. So mm-hmm. they kind of caught the fish right before it fell into my mouth. You get mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm, only thing mm-hmm. that I was getting at that time is what was dispensed to me. There you go. That right there made me very eager okay. to get out there and learn the things that I needed to myself 
that taught me the contractual information that I needed to know to find out why they were so driven to do what they were doing and to make more we couldn't operate in fear. Well, you know, it's really interesting just hearing your voice and hearing that tone and, you know, because um, I like to listen to music, especially an artist I've never heard before in a dark mm-hmm. room. I just Because I always like to just be in a dark space because I don't want visuals to interfere with, right. with, the, with the lyrics. Because it really, if people do that, they realize that, you know, music is really powerful, you know, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it moves me to tears, you know, it can move me to yeah. laughter, it can move me to understand. And, and then I then I then I start going into your bio and I'm going, your influencers, Sam Cook, mm-hmm. your yeah. influencers, Odin, Otis Redding. I'm going like, what mm-hmm. this young boy know about this? What this young boy know about this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Music, what you know about Otis? Come on well, now, Sam. I, well, I always love music and and i was blessed to come up in like a hip-hop era uh-huh and um and also i was like classically influenced on piano right so right. there was a version of my piano playing <laughs> when my soul was just happy when i'm out there slapping doing what i know and then there was a version that came when i would be able to implement Bach and chopin mm-hmm. and different things that would give me techniques mm-hmm. that would bring class and flair and then church runs will start to turn into jazz runs and then art tatum would start to come out of it and then there'll be these different tones like so if i would do things on the piano the people that would hear it mentors before me would say boy you need to listen to this and that's how i got turned <laughs> on to it but one of the biggest things was like i said coming up in the hip-hop era all of these samples everything was sample crazy like and i would be the one that will look and want to hear the original song right so i would Mm-hmm. So there were these type of artists that would get sampled consistently, and those would be the ones that went. That's how I got really big on James Brown, really big on Ray Charles, mm-hmm. really big on Aretha, Mahalia, you know, and just started going back. And, and then as I would look and compare, there would be no black singers that would have that type of electrifying effect on people now, and I wanted to replicate that in what I did. Well, you know, the thing I love about, uh, you know, not only the music, but the business side of these individuals, Ray Charles. You know, James Man, Brown, right, right, right. Sam Cooke was incredible. If you read his story and how he controlled Man, his music, that's why they had to take him out. You get what I mean? He was Dude. right at the beginning Dude. of what I'm trying to push forward. You Dude. get what I'm saying? Sam like, Cook, man, I you... understand what was going on. But you know, man, because you know they, they were dealing with racism, strong, open racism, and to hear these brothers going in there saying, "I, I, I gotta have this. I, I want my rights. I want my, I want all back to me." Uh, or that percentage isn't enough because they know they can just yeah. stop playing your music right there. You know, that's when right. payola was blatant back then. And the, and, mm-hmm. the, and to hear you, I just got, and, and what excites me, you said, Rashawn, I know about that. I, it's right. music, but I also know the business side of what you're about to talk about. That that part yeah. of me, our relationship just started. Mr. Music, Mr. Music, Eminem. <laughs> music just started, brother. Because, I, because, you know, because you're a culture, you know. The thing about my show, Money Making Conversation, I gotta talk to you. I gotta talk to you because of uh-huh. the fact that I got forty-five and up on lockdown. I on lockdown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you're my future. You next twenty years, you're gonna change the face of music, the way we walk, the way we talk, clothing styles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All those things are being accepted now. They're crossing over. You growing up in an era where you look on TV, you see yourself. When I grew mm-hmm. up, I had to see. I didn't see myself. You know, you see yourself yeah, sure. now. You see yourself. With, 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 with cross-racial relationships in commercials and, and mixed couples and commercials and all that stuff. So there's a journey you're going to take with your music that's incredible. I'm, on the phone, I'm talking to a man who's reaching across all platforms, R&B, hip-hop, gospel. 
and Urban Contemporary. We'll be back to talk about his new single, Let Go. My man, don't you go nowhere. And y'all don't go nowhere. Money Making Conversations. Be right back with my man, Molly Music. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Well, you know, this is a Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's really great to get a, an artist on. You know, he, he, he was birthed in uh, the hot deserts like a phoenix. He rose up. And they took him on over to get that little, like, like a good gumbo. Took him to Savannah. So, you know, put some shrimp in there with him. Put some okra in there with him. Some corn. And, and, and put some, 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 some shrimp. And that, some people put chicken in there. Some people put crab legs in there. And, and they shaped a young man who came out of here with this storytelling ability. Put him in front of the church when he was young. And they said, hey, that's not, come on, don't worry about those people. Give us what God can, can deliver out of you right there. And it's set stage for you who you are today. And I have him on my show telling him his side of the story because I can only describe. You know, I'm a, I'm a visual communicator. But you have the emotional. You have the journey, Mr. Music. Talk to us about why did you do the song, this song, Let Go. All right. Well, I'm really excited about the song uh, Let Go. I feel like it is a necessary part. Um, my last album, the transition of Molly Music, I was I released the end of two thousand seventeen, I think. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And um, I was really I was wanting to release another album, but I didn't want to in the circumstance that I was in at the time. I was with Sony by way of uh, By Storm with uh, Mark Pitts and and those guys over there who were able to help me with the initial album. Molly is. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was some understanding issues or some release issues or just some conflictual things that was going on that I didn't want to destroy my career or my future or my opportunity. There was some love and some understanding there too. So we had to do some things with, I had to let go there that turned into a lot of business and, you know, legal stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. And, and as I was coming out, um, I recognized in order to get back into the groove, I needed to heal first. I needed to extract all of the things that I had uh, um, brought in to get where I was. For example, uh, we may see a movie where there's a person who goes to war, right? And um, and it, there's a mindset or a level of um, uh, uh, just a heightened attention span that they need for their own lives, keeping their head on the swivel in a sense. But once you come back to a place of peace, you have to relearn and readapt peace techniques and. And, you know, not not fixing your gun, not sharpening your sword, not looking over your shoulder, recognizing that it's there. So the let go represents that. It, right. the, um, the fact that, you know, Molly, you're out. You know, you've made it. God has given you success. Don't be, um, you don't be a prisoner in your mind, even though you were casted into prison. You know, don't be a um, murderer in your mind, even though God gave you, you know, the head of your enemies, you know, for you to get to where you are. You know, don't be... Um, ne- anything negative inside of your mind, God equipped you mm-hmm. to get where you are. Now it's time for you to shake those things off and stand as the king and champion and the representation that God will have me to be. In order to do that, I had to be honest about the things that I had accumulated going up. And it was just very candid and cool. Like in the verse, I say, it's just the force of the habit. It's right in my way, so I grab it. It's right in my way, so I pass. It's right at the bar, so I glass it it's a classic attack like an addict all of the time gotta have it it's right in my way as i pass 
you know, and I was talking about all of the temptations and all of the reasons why I wouldn't want to go forward, but it luckily and beautifully lands in the phrase, right to the altar to cast it on the shoulders of my Lord. And like all things, that's where I find deliverance. And I believe where all people can get a chance to be set free because you can't make any money-making decisions with bad things on your mind, especially like guilt, yes, anxiety, sir. haste, mm-hmm. or fear. Mm-hmm. you got to be clear-headed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really uh, great hearing your the honesty and uh, of your tone. You know, I, 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 you know, Steve Harvey and I, we started doing radio, hip-hop, and R&B in Houston, uh, I mean, Houston, Los Angeles in 2000. And uh, I've met many artists over the years. And, uh, and so one of the key artists that we met early on was Anthony Hamilton, another storyteller. Oh, yeah. Another story. Charlene is one of my all-time great songs. Man, then, my, one of my favorites, too. Yeah, absolutely. And then move forward in my money-making conversation platform, I've, I've come to be uh, introduced to my man Travis Green. Yes. And then uh, my, my boy Lecrae. You know, so yeah. so see 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 that's that's you, my man. In the sense that y'all coming forward with music that's taking the older generation and bringing us down, you know, bringing us down, you know, because what happens is we got to accept the fact we can't keep listening to old music. We can't listen to keep listening to OJ's and Isley. It's cause... hard not to keep listening to no no the no, 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 no listen 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 <laughs> what I'm saying is that because they won't allow them to make any new music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, yeah. You know, they won't, they won't, they won't. The, music, the industry plays it like that. You know, they go, hey, mm-hmm. Temptation, you can't make no more music. Nobody want, they'll tell you, don't nobody want to listen to your music. We'll, we'll keep playing your old music. And so, so when we have talented individuals like yourself, and I mentioned some earlier, but this interview is about you. Know that your journey is important because it provides a support system for somebody like me to continue yes, to enjoy new music, continue to be emotionally attached to something that can motivate yes. me and get me out of my bed. Mm-hmm. I think about and um, look to communicate to that as well. Mm-hmm. If there's somebody that's left out, then I don't know if you did a good enough job in the music. So there's a song on my album called Molly. On the album Molly is called okay. Heavy Love. Okay. That really, I feel, resonates with all the generations. Just from the first note, the first slap to the end, I feel, you know, from age to age it goes. There's another song of them named Beautiful, but I feel it does the same thing. And I look to do a lot of those, um, you know, tell those stories. It's a song on the transition of Molly named You Should Sit Down for This, which is what came out of me in the studio in London when I got the phone call that I lost my father mm. from the doctor. And, and mm-hmm. it was a really cool uh, moment. And I was just linking with Anthony Hamilton on Grammy Week. <laughs> I went up to the CAA party, mm-hmm. had some difficulty at the door, and he the one that got me in. That's so, my man. You know, mm-hmm. it's really cool that you would say that and to speak to the honesty. Coming from, coming from the church and coming from the heart of love, I always looked forward to meeting a person that probably would come at living for God like I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. I guess I always look to do it, but I never saw it. I always would see people take the responsibility to dress God up. They would take they would think that he would be not good so they would put a tie on it or or put a wash rag on the things that I would want to see on them to be able to identify with them, which would give God more glory. So instead of going forward and living a double life they categorize me as an R&B or a hip-hop or a slash neo-gospel mm-hmm. mm-hmm. somebody, mm-hmm. not just gospel, just because I will not succumb to leading millions of people to believe that I live a life that I do not, mm-hmm. or, or that I'm interested in things that I am not or are not interested in things. So it's not about that. To God be the glory, and I trust that God is big enough to get the glory, and He doesn't need 
me lying right, <laughs> for him right, to get right, votes. Right. So his goodness, if it works on me, then it can work on other people. And his goodness is going to work on my bad. He's going to fix my 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 hurt. He's gonna he's gonna bring um he's gonna heal my my pains. He's going to heal my mind in order for him to be the same instrumental God that he is in everyone else's life. I need to have my own version of anxiety, my own versions of fears, my own versions of hesitations. And once I bring them to him, then he can not only be a good God in my mouth, but a good God in my life. I can have receipts Mm -hmm. from the time from me yielding to him recently. Like I just got off my knees about this and he answered it. That coupled with wealth and success is unstoppable. Love it. Love it. Now, you, uh, I'm on the phone with my man. He's influenced by Sam Cooke and Otis Redding. Uh, he's oh, yes. a three-time Grammy-nominated artist, songwriter, musician. And now let's talk about the, because we kind of dipped in a little bit when we were talking about what Dane, James Brown was doing and Sam Cooke was doing and Ray Charles yes. and many other artists. You're the CEO of your own business, or K-Approved yes. Enterprises. Tell me why you started that and what is the focus of your business? Well, I'm really excited about K-Approved because it's a dream come true for me. Mm-hmm. I was the young boy getting in trouble in school for doodling my um, production company symbol <laughs> when I was supposed to be taking spelling class notes or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. So I always was anticipating being a house that could deliver a specific type of content to the world. As I was coming up, I had to recognize that I, w- I was willing to partner and move and negotiate things, and you know where I would be lending portions or percentages of myself to partners and companies in order to get an opportunity to advance. But if you offer a good portion, it could be very difficult to get off of that. Mm-hmm. So um, I I never intended on being an artist, but it, I was glad to open up my mouth to be able to show my colleagues and other artists who were scared that it could actually happen. So I just kind of was the brave one when the more talented people were just more afraid. So I'm like, man, if you just do this and I would do it and it'll happen. Right, right. So that, so bravery and, or just confidence, you know, that what you have is good is a, is a big deal as well. But artists like my sister and KP and, and people who I come in contact with, Kristen Mason, uh, Angelina Cherie, uh, artists like Travis Green, who, who would be coming up under the tutelage and mentoring of what we would be doing in Savannah, Georgia as well. Mm-hmm. John Demick Reynolds, as we would be touring in Chicago. Tasha Cobbs, who would be connected with us that's in the circle of right what there. we were doing. Whoa, Dion Kipping, who would be connected inside of the search of what we're doing. He um, was the first person that traveled me from Savannah, Georgia, my full band, up to his surprise birthday party in Connecticut, where I met Youthful Praise. And, and those guys, and that just started to trickle up to Hezekiah Walker and Donald Lawrence. My life just completely changed, you know, just from this honesty and this walk. So I'm excited about all of it and just really want to encourage everybody to get to that point of openness and forwardness inside of what they're doing. But there was only so much that I could do because I did not earn enough to be able to impact my own life to be able to help anyone else. So I had to find out where the money was going. Why was I valuable to companies? How did I accumulate wealth? And could I apply that to my own self? Once I recognized that I could, I needed to attain ownership again of what it was that was accumulating wealth for me, clear the name, you know, now put it inside of a house. That house is K-approved. I will be flagshipping as Molly Music, but it's not about me. 
it's proof that we can do it and there's a way that my colleagues and partners and artists and creatives can come that we can kind of shortcut a lot of the uh, roundabout ways of searching for the right place if it's urban beautiful inspired by god spirit breathed and you have a plan we can do something with it and that's why i built k approved to be able to uh to um create another developmental area where yes, people sir. could be uh uh recorded yes sir uh put out mm-hmm. have an opportunity to make mistakes in the community of people of love that love them and we can create successful uh artists that do different types of music Oh, man. Creators that do different types of visuals mm-hmm. and photographers who shoot different types of pictures. Right. I can't change the culture if I can't influence it, and I needed to influence it from a house that I owned. Awesome. All I know is this, my friend. You're special. I, I, I got, like you said, Rashawn, I got, I got to do my homework. I got to go back to Molly is. I got to listen to Beautiful. I got to listen to Heavy Love. I got to listen to Walking Shoes. I got to listen to Royalty. <laughs> got to listen to Johnny and Donna. I got to listen to I Believe because what you will not do to me, Molly, Mr. Molly Music, is come on my show <laughs> next time. And I can't break down some lyrics to you during the interview, let wow. you know I believe in you. And I let you know how much I believe in you. I said some names to you by artists that you just threw back at me. So I know. That's how I know that it was right there in the same flow. <laughs> <laughs> let Go is out. All the digital streams. Molly Music, my man. Uh, I'm going to call you my nephew, young nephew. Whenever you need your uncle, you come on my show because it's for real. It's for real about you. And don't you change. Don't you change. My is, I got to download it so it can be on my phone.